Hello and welcome to a very special end of the year full moon in cancer edition of the Persephone program. It's been an entire month since I have podcasted last and I've missed you and I've missed podcasting. It's been very busy. We had the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. We had Gosh, since since last time we had the full moon in Gemini, November 30th. I think I last podcasted um, November 28th. So we had the full moon in Gemini. We had the solar eclipse, well, the lunar eclipse in Gemini. We had the solar eclipse in Sagittarius. We had the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction on the winter solstice. And now we are at the final lunation, the big exclamation point of 2020 this full moon, well, (laughs) I don't know if it's the big exclamation point, but it's the last, I guess you call major event, um, which is the full moon in Cancer. And it's a very nice, fairly unaspected full moon. We have some sextiles, you know, all full moons are kind of emo, but this one has a sort of sitting poised, but also a little bit cozy, um, after, you know, the, in the aftermath of so much that has happened in the last year and the holiday season, um, looking forward to, you know, the birth of a new energy. So I had podcasted earlier in the summer on the, you know, amazing Saturn and Jupiter conjunction already. So I won't really get too much into that because I kind of just think that I want to talk about what to look for in 2021 and just also check in with you guys and just tell you like what's up with me. And it's, it's been, it's been a rough year, (laughs) you know, um, as you guys know, I lost my mom, I lost my aunt, um, we had COVID-19, we had a pandemic, we've lost many people, uh, worldwide. And it seems like we've also lost our minds and we've lost our freedom. And there's so many things that, you know, have been difficult, but there have also been wonderful things too. Um, you know, the progressives won the election. Uh, many babies were born to many people. There are a lot of people that had really much better lives in 2020, believe it or not, even with you know, all the horrendousness I've heard from several people about their own personal lives being better. And to be honest with you, in 2021, we have much to look forward to. Not that it will be easy, not that it will be smooth, but we have a new epoch. We have, you know, the grand mutation and the great conjunction in the element of air which is, and I've, again, I don't want to like belabor it, but you know, you can listen to my earlier posts over the summer on this, you know, energy, but we have a new paradigm and it is a new paradigm within the collective because, you know, mundane astrology, and I'm talking a little bit about mundane astrology. I'm talking about the big, extraordinary, energetic, you could almost call them trends, the forces that shape us personally and collectively. Mundane astrology is specifically you know, the, the forces at large in the collective and how we can sort of use them personally. So there's a lot of, been a lot of 
outer planet um, heavy-dutiness. You know, Saturn and Pluto, the, the Terminator planets, grinding together and grinding us down to nubs of ourselves, ending things, having to face our mortality. That's Pluto's, you know, modus operandi. Um, you know, making us you know, see and experience death, both Saturn and Pluto. Um, Saturn, you know, the old devil, you know, he also has been associated with the, the Grim Reaper and the Scythe Bringer. And Pluto, of course, Lord of the Underworld, the last planet in our solar system, the boundary maker. We have reached boundaries. We have seen our mortality. Life sometimes can be sweeter if that is the case. And that has you know, um, instruction for all of us. Life can be sweeter when faced with our own mortality. The energy of 2021 ushering in air, ideas, swift moving connections, networking, concepts, um, new technologies, the intellect, communication, making connections, um, so much of our future is going to be based on the ideals that present as ideas. So way less materialism, way less mechanism and more of the idea of concepts for their own sake and communicating and blending and so you know, everything that we're seeing right now, which is much of the idea of social networks, um, the idea of, you know, everyone being able to have a voice, to raise their voice, to communicate their truth, that truths are, you know, there are general truths and there are each of our individual subjective truths. This is going to come up as a huge concept. But essentially, my program is about astrology and learning astrology. So I want to tell you that the great marker of 2020, and honestly, you know, the Saturn-Pluto cycle, which has been many, many, many years, um, you know, and I would say that, you know, this last cycle began in maybe 2001 with the Saturn-Pluto opposition and kind of finalized in, in, in 2020. But these are very, very long cycles. Um, I don't have the numbers in front of me of how many, how many years the Saturn-Pluto cycle has been, this particular one, but it's been a long time. And, um, and so I feel like 2020 is a lot about the culminating factors of this Saturn-Pluto conjunction. Um, and uh, the energy of it being in Capricorn, the final and last earth sign was about completing things as well as destroying and tearing them down and, you know, pushing past boundaries. We're still, um, you know, we're still moving into some, it's still some Capricornian energy, but we have now moved past having, uh, you know, Jupiter and Saturn and Pluto in Capricorn and all of those squares, and especially the squares from the planet Mars to, um, you know, which was a, also a very defining um, energy of the last part of this year. So we're now into kind of a new epoch. And as we push into the energy of 2021, still in Capricorn season in January, we're going to come up 
against the defining feature. It's like every time, you know, outer planets, and I would say, you know, honestly, well, all planets, every time planets ingress into a new sign, it gives us a, it gives us like a, an event. Okay. Kind of almost like here's my presentation in a nutshell. Okay. And then we have, especially with outer planets, we have opportunities as these events, um, create aspects between each other. We have opportunities to integrate and process and integrate these events, but the ingress of a planet into a new sign, especially an outer planet who will be in a sign for a while is always like really momentous. So I think I'm just thinking about the defining Saturn and Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius was to me, the vaccine was technology. I mean, Aquarius is very much about technology. So we've got like, we're, we're moving into 2021 with this era of like, technology is going to come in and save us, help us. There was a feeling of, of that. And this sort of, as we look back over the year, what have, what are the ways that we have worked together as a society that work, you know, like the, the social networking we did online, the online platforms, very Saturn, Jupiter and Aquarius. We're going to continue to be doing that in 2021, but we're not going to have that heavy dread that we felt all year hanging over us because we walk into January and the first two weeks are pretty good. There's not like a lot of terrible aspects, you know, we walk into January with, um, you know, Saturn and Jupiter and in Aquarius off of all of that terrible energy, we move into, um, a less difficult aspects. Mars moves to Taurus. Um, also stop, you know, not really squaring that, um, that whole confrunction, you know, of Pluto and, and Saturn. We have, um, a wonderful opportunity to kind of reset and feel that things are a little bit better. So we're moving into this, this new energy with this fresh energy, the defining, I think that for me, the defining feature of 2021 is the planet Uranus. It becomes the big player. It takes over from, you know, Saturn, the Saturn Pluto conjunction um, as being the front runner because Uranus both is the modern ruler. I mean, Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius and Uranus, the modern ruler. Um, they're going to be talking a lot. Okay. These two aspects of Aquarius, both it's, you know, um, organizing factor and its ability to expand and break free. Uh, Jeffrey Wolf Green calls, calls Uranus freedom from the known. And I love that. Um, that's how I see the planet Uranus is freedom from the known. So it's an idea of, of opening to what can be as we move past what has been and will be. So it's very future oriented. So Uranus and Aquarius is the big marker. And we're going to see that a lot. The big energy um, is really, you know, the Saturn Uranus squares. Um, we walk into January with first Mars in Taurus, um, and Mars in Taurus will actually conjunct Uranus uh, the weekend of the inauguration, the twentieth, twenty-first. Um, 
then those two will also basically be in a in a square aspect to Jupiter and Saturn. Um, not exactly, but Mars will exactly conjunct Uranus the 20th and 21st and then kind of like beam uh, a rebellion over to, um, to the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, um, which are actually three or four degrees away. They're separating. But, there's, but it's still there. So there's like a relationship of like Mars connected with Uranus and they both are kind of bumping up against Jupiter and Saturn. So to me, you know, if you think of Mars as like the, the martial will, and if we're talking about mundane astrology, it's like of the people, it's going to kind of be bumping up against um, the, you know, that Jupiter, Saturn, you know, which is like progress. So it could be that we have rebellion, we have, and you know, it's true. I mean, everyone, you don't need an astrologer to tell you that there's going to be protests around the inauguration, that there's going to be people that do not want change. Um, but change is here and there's nothing you can do about it. So, um, the big, I think that's also like a very defining feature of the whole year is that is Uranus is like rebellion and, you know, freedom from the known and, and all of that. And it's interesting too, because we have, um, it's the south node of the moon in the United States Sibley chart, um, you know, is seven degrees. And I was thinking like the very first Saturn Uranus square is seven degrees of uh, Aquarius. Um, and that happens seven degrees of Taurus Aquarius. And that happens February 16th. Then we have a second square, June 14th at 13, and a third on December 24th. So there's going to be a lot of like back and forth. As I mentioned earlier, when you have a major um, connection, a major aspect uh, between outer planets, typically these energies will have three passes, okay? And so the first pass is kind of like the main event. Like something can happen physically. Um, so, you know, look to February 16th and, you know, the weeks leading up to it for, you know, something defining, especially at around seven degrees Aquarius. And I feel like that's going to, because it's so connected to the U.S. Sibley chart, that we're going to see something happen from a governmental standpoint. Um then June 14th, we're going to have to deal with that. So there might be, you know, that's processing. We're going to have to like figure out what to do about whatever it is. Maybe it's an issue that comes up. Um, we process it and then, you know, hopefully implement something from the process. And by December 24th, we should have, you know, a plan in place uh, when we have that third pass, some form of integration of what we have experienced what we have processed through it and done about it and so look in your own chart where you have Aquarius um, 7 on February 16th uh, 13 June 14th and finally at the end of the year 11 because we're gonna have a retrograde um, and I'll get into that in just a second so um, you know Saturn square Uranus is the big thing that's happening and that's you know it, it, it's 
I don't want to say it's easy. It's not. But it's so much better than 2020. It's so much, you know, we're, we're all able to deal with like, with something like rebellion, you know, rather than, you know, a global pandemic and mass death. Uh, you know, I, again, I'm not saying that we're, there isn't going to be issues. There will, especially with Mars Square, um, that in, in January, you know. But we need to, and I think we will integrate um, throughout because our voices are going to be heard and that's a big part of this Aquarian energy. Um, when outer planets meet inner planets, so if you have planets in Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio, or Leo, um, you're going to have passes from um, Saturn and Jupiter in Aquarius and also Uranus and Taurus. So we're talking about uh, you'll have probably square aspects. So there's going to be a need for you also to break free from the container or boundaries that you have either set for yourself or that have been set for you. Okay. So you will need to do that. You will need to have freedom from what has been known in order for you to grow because without personal growth, without growth in general, things will be stagnant, okay? So look to your chart. Where do you have personal degrees or the angles of your chart? That is the ascendant, descendant, the ICMC. Are, do you have them in the fixed signs? If you do, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, you're going to have change this year and it might be extreme, but it's not gonna be horrible. It's not going to be deathly and do not be afraid of it because you need it. I believe that the universe works in a very ultimately benevolent way for personal growth. So Jupiter in Aquarius will also open up all those of you that have major planets in Aquarius, um, really kind of bestowing its blessings. And some of the Jupiter blessings can be very literal. Like astrology for those of you that are, you know, just kind of like first experiencing it in your own life, astrology can be extremely literal. Um, it can also be extremely archetypal. It can just be an energy or a theme that runs through your life. So if Jupiter as the theme of expansion, the force of expansion runs through your life, it can open you up in certain ways, depending on where it goes. If Jupiter conjuncts your Venus, you can feel good. You can feel beautiful. You can want to party, but you can also do stuff like get money. Like I had a really hard year this year. And I think that many of you guys know it. I lost my mother. And if you want to look at how literal astrology can be, you know, read my post or listen to my podcast from when my mom passed last year, like in January of 2020, um, it was extremely literal. I had a lunar eclipse exactly on my moon. I mean, the Saturn Jupiter conjunction was, I mean, the Saturn Pluto conjunction was on my Venus. Um, it was pretty intense. Um, and I lost my mom and, um, 
but interestingly enough, when Jupiter came and conjuncted my Venus, I received an inheritance. Okay. So it's interesting, you know, there's always like these little interesting um, astrological features. So you can look to your own astrology to see something literal. Uh, and I think that with Jupiter and Saturn conjunct in Aquarius, you will, wherever that is, um, now it's moving into my second house, essentially conjuncted like right on my second house cusp, I have this money. So I'm like having to figure out what to do with this money to manage it in a potential, potentially beneficial way. Just so Saturn Jupiter together, okay? So they're like, okay, here's what you have. And the second house is definitely your, you know, it isn't money that you uh, necessarily get from an inheritance or a bonus or something like that. But um, that's your eighth house. But uh, the Saturn Jupiter conjunction also beamed right out to my eighth house cusp. It has to do with managing your resources. Your second house is your resources. Um, anyway, so Jupiter will be in Aquarius until May 14th, where it will, because it moves very fast in the beginning of the year, um, moving a degree, you know, almost every other day. And um, it's going to be at zero degrees Pisces, May 14th. For those of you with Pisces planets, you may see something happen then. Um, it will retrograde June 20th at only two degrees Pisces, and then it will move to 29 degrees Aquarius. Um, and I think it goes direct on July 29th back, um, through Aquarius until December of 2021, moving finally into Pisces again. So It'll be interesting for you to look at your own chart and see where Jupiter's traversing. Saturn obviously will be in Aquarius for about two and a half years. So um, it's, you know, takes quite a while to move through a sign, about 2.5 years. Um, so look where you have Aquarius uh, in your own chart by house, by if you have any planets, that's where you're gonna have to grow up. And if you're having your Saturn return, if you have um, a... Saturn natally in Aquarius, you have the the bonus and benefit of having the Saturn return with Jupiter, which is a little more beneficial than, you know, some, some of the other Saturn returns. So you might be doing something like expanding your life through a wonderful new career or even having a baby or something like, you know, that's expansive. So we have this like rebellious energy of Uranus moving through this whole year. You know, I mentioned some of the different things that are going to, you know, potentially like some of the dates. Um, we have some retrogrades to look at too. Our first one being Mercury, which will, which will first be the very first uh, retrograde because we have Uranus actually turning direct in January, finally. Um and I'm just curious for direct. I'm like, I wrote it down. Um, I can't remember, but it's right before um, the square. Um, Mars retrogrades on the 30th at 26 degrees Aquarius. And interestingly enough, um, Mercury, I'm sorry, Mercury retrogrades. God, I'm like spaced. Full moon. Mercury retrogrades um, in Aquarius, 26 degrees, uh, January 30th through the February 20th. So that's your first retrograde. So you can do your Mercury um, work 
I love to write and edit um, under Mercury Retrograde. And believe me, I will be doing that because obviously my book's not out yet, but hopefully in the next 30 to 60 days. So Mercury's retrograding um, all in air signs this year too, further emphasizing the the conceptual ideological uh, focus for 2021 um, and 2020, 2022. It's about it's all about like ideas. Um, so the the first retrograde January 30th through February 20th. Then we have May 29th through June 22nd, and September 26th through October 18th. So first we have Mercury. Um, Pluto will retrograde uh, April 27th through October 6th in late degree Capricorn. Um, again, like Pluto is so slow moving. Uh, it's really not going to make a ton of, of aspects. It will be aspecting asteroid Eris so by square. So we're going to have a little bit of, um, again, adding some friction and intensity to some of this rebellion energy. Um, so look for that in May through summer. Um, in Saturn will retrograde May 23rd through October 10th. Um, and that will be, I'm going to see, I don't think Saturn's going to retrograde back to Capricorn. It's going to stay in Aquarius. Um, so May 23rd through October 10th, uh, good time for you to like, begin to like focus and focus on goals, uh, what you want to accomplish. Um, we have June 20th, Jupiter retrograding until October 17th. I mentioned this, it will retrograde back into Aquarius from Pisces, Neptune, June 25th through December 1st. So again, it's going to be a big old retrograde summer. Um, Uranus itself will retrograde August 19th through January 18th, 2022, kind of probably, again, focusing on the lessons that we're going to um, need to, you know, to really sort of integrate from the first half of 2021. And finally, at the end of the year, we'll have a Venus retrograde where she goes into her underworld. Um, and actually, Venus retrograde will be a wonderful time um, to do some really great inner work on self-confidence and self-love. And um, I will definitely do some form of a program um, at the end of 2021 on this. Okay, so, so much cosmic stuff happening, like with, you know, the US Sibley chart, um, with, you know, Washington with our society, you know, with, and I've talked about this a lot. So I kind of, you know, don't really want to belabor the point that like we're going through this massive paradigm change, you know, personally, collectively, like it's just really, it really is very interesting. And, um, if you are interested in learning about yourself, um, you know, I, I, I think astrology is having this tremendous heyday. I'm going to be putting together programs based on my book, um, Capricorn Rising, to learn astrology and to really dive deep into some of the themes and archetypes through stories and specifically using my own 
kind of like life story uh, as an example for you to dig into your own. So I'm going to be continuing to do more of that um, as soon as I get my book out. And so look for look for that if you're interested. And um, I'm interested in sharing it with you in this form. I've been doing some you know, some, a few of my students, how I've been sending them chapters and they're working on the chapter, uh, and the different workshop questions that I have for each chapter and, and liking it. And I think learning in an interesting way, like more quickly, um, and making connections and all of that. So that's really cool. All right. So I want to talk, I want to give you guys like a little, um, kind of, you know, what to expect for 2021 by each sign. And of course, this is going to be like really like large scale, but I like, again, the defining, the defining energy of 2021 is really Uranus and um, Aquarius and the Uranus square to Saturn. So Saturn's where you have to take responsibility, remember, and Uranus is where you need freedom from the known. And so, um, you know, sometimes you have to take responsibility to break free. Sometimes you have to take action. Sometimes you have to do the work. That is the Saturnian work of, you know, of breaking free from the bondage that you have been in the old ways. And Tauruses in general are like getting that in spades in their astrology right now, which is not something they like. I mean, in fact, most of the fixed signs don't like change, but change is here and change is necessary. It is the defining factor of the universe. It is always moving the universe altogether turning. That's what you, that's the etymology. That's the definition of universe. Um, so we'll just kind of start like with, with Aries and move through Pisces. We're at about 30 minutes right now. So, um, I'll try and make like just a couple minutes per sign so that this isn't too long. Um, so for Aries, you know, we have, um, Uranus in your second house, like, and I'll use like general whole sign houses, um, because I, f I find whole sign houses do work very well. Um, but of course, do look at your own chart if you know it. Um, if you have, a, a, you know, a Aries at 23 degrees ascendant, um, you know, your Uranus is going to be in your first house. Okay. Because it's only at six degrees, seven degrees. Um, but do look, at, you know, read both or listen to both and look at your own chart if you know it. But if you are an Aries, there are going to be, there's going to be the need for you to break free from the way that you have been using resources, the way that you have been um, accumulating them. There's going to be a need for you to break free from your value system, the value system of the past. Um, there is also a, a great need for you to build a new community for yourself, for you to look at what you value in general. You know, um, if you are an Aries ascendant or an Aries, we have the Saturn Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius in your 11th house. That is, you know, it, it yes, it's friends and community and groups and da, 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 but it's also your ideals. You know, it's your hopes and wishes too. And that connects to what you value, your second house and your resources. What's really important to you? 
Reach out to a new community of friends that can support you. Look at new and innovative ways to make money, to invest your money, to new places to live, um, all of that. So there's like a really big focus on that in general. And you're going to be feeling pretty rebellious too. So um, go ahead and, and push forth and create some new life for yourself. And that will revitalize you and make you feel just that fiery leader again. Like for Taurus, um, you're going to start off the year with both Mars and Uranus conjunct. You're really going to feel galvanized. And, you know, it may have been that you already either lost your job in the pandemic or are looking at new ways of um, rebranding yourself or, you know, looking at new ways to... Um, be all that you can be. So, you know, you're, you know, if there's literally nothing that you can do about the fact that like, you may not want to change, but change is upon you. Um, you might be feeling like a crazy rebel when really like you don't, like you may be acting like a crazy rebel, even when you don't feel that way. You may be angry, you may be frustrated, but if you make the changes that feel that you most align with, like in your soul, um, you will be able to jump to that next level because we have the, you know, um, the Jupiter Saturn conjunction, you know, pretty much, you know, on your midheaven in your vocation house, it's time for you to begin a new career, a new way, and, you know, to set your sights on a new horizon, to jump into the things that you know that you really want to do, but you never dared to do. It's okay to dare now. The universe is supporting you. So do it. So just go freaking do it, you know, and it's the right, it's the right thing to do. You know, for Gemini, there's so, there's a lot going on here too, because we've got the, you know, the North Node in Gemini. It's kind of like a, you know, meeting, you are meeting your dharma, you are meeting your fate, your, 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 ta your path. So you've got that going on and that's kind of an ongoing thing all year. And then you also have, um, some things happening on the ins internal side of yourself, meaning that you are having to look into your own subconscious and realize that some of the thoughts, some of the expressions of yourself that you, um, or even belief systems that you had about yourself need re-examining. There could be a great epiphany for you. You could have an opportunity to learn through therapeutic modalities how your own unconscious, subconscious, your past, um, even past lives have shaped who you are and, and fix yourself. Like if you have issues, the time is now um, to make things better. You know, and I would, because the Jupiter Saturn conjunction is like, you know, in your ninth house too, expanding your horizons in all ways, learning new things, taking a class, a course, traveling, um, all of these, all of the things that can broaden your horizons and expand your perspective. That is what you need to do in 2021. Focus on it. Get out of your own head and learn to fix your own inner problems, if you can, through expansion of consciousness, doorways of new doorways of perception. For cancer, you know, 
like Capricorn, things are going to be a lot better because the heat's kind of off you, you know, which is really nice. Um, you're seeing maybe other people acting out and being triggered and you're not as triggered this year, which is cool. Um, you know, you, with, you know, Jupiter and Saturn in the eighth house, you may also be receiving benefit and boon from outside of your own income. It could be from loans. It could be from inheritances. It could be that your partner is supporting you, but you don't have to work so hard personally on keep, you know, like, I think, I feel like most cancers, um, you know, have been treading water, like just sort of just trying to stay afloat and not drown, you know? And it's like, now things are like, actually things are gonna get a little better and you're gonna like be pushed to like, okay, I, I'm being supported. So that's exciting. Now Saturn um, will square Uranus from the eighth to the, um, the 11th and it's like, that kind of energy could also be that, you know, you, I'm thinking like Uranus isn't like you get some sort of new, um, like, you know, possibly like some new opportunity from friends or community or groups, um, you know, to benefit you. But I also think that because the eighth house is like about sharing and receiving, you know, the 11th house also is the things that you share, but there's sometimes like a little bit of, um, like it could even be that, uh, people within your community or groups are like jealous of what you're receiving. But, um, the idea here too, is to like break free from the idea of that you, you know, um, need to have, again, like you need to have certain friends because even with Uranus square, Uranus is in your 11th house, you can build something different. There needs to be a different group around you that will be beneficial for you. Okay. So Leo, it's really like about your partnerships, um, with all that Aquarian energy, Jupiter and Saturn in the seventh house. It means that there is a new paradigm for you. It's time for you to commit. It's time for you to love. It's time for you to expand your horizons and not feel like you have to be so independent or also that you have to be the boss because sharing your heart is the greatest thing in the world and it will allow you to grow um, and, and change in ways that you need, may need to. Now, things may also change within your home environment. So it could be that as well as you know your career, it could be that um, you have, uh, you know, an opportunity to, you know, to move again, to find something, to find something fresh. Um, it's like a real, like horizons beckon for you. And, um, it's time for you to come out of your shawl and stand into your power. So for Leo's, this is a really big year. Things haven't been as good for you as they have in a while. Um, it's an opportunity for reinvention. Um, and you may decide that you want to throw away your life and go freaking live in a van. And I think that that's really, 
supportive, you know, of the fact that you need to expand. However, you also need to learn to commit to essential partnerships in your life. So it's like committing to partners, but also like knowing that you do need to expand your horizons. You do need to um, reinvent yourself a little bit, okay? In terms of like your vocation and where you wanna go in your life. For Virgo, um, we have a Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in the sixth house, um, which is actually really lovely and a wonderful opportunity for health and healing, for new horizons when it comes to work. It's like for the like if if you're a Virgo and you've had like a terrible commute, I don't think you're gonna have to go back to work. You know, you're gonna have you're gonna get to work from home. Um, you're gonna get to turn a new leaf and actually have like a better everyday lifestyle and ritual. Um and there's an opportunity for you to, uh, like if, if that's like your biggest stress, um, was working in an office and having to commute for like two hours a day, I think that that's going to change and you're going to have a new opportunity, um, to expand yourself. And maybe you're going to have to learn to like not actually sit in front of a computer for eight hours a day or what have you, or maybe it's like time for you, um, Virgos to like turn a new leaf on a new and better wellness project, but that's a great opportunity, um, for you to, to learn how to do that. Um, and then we have also, you know, an opportunity for you to, um, you know, also expand. So I'm thinking that you could travel again too. You could be someone that you, um, there, there could be an opportunity for you to, um, learn something new to get a certification also for work. Uh, it could be that you decide that you like, again, want to go back to school and learn something new, or maybe you have some legal issues that need to be dealt with. All of this is, there'll be some change and need for innovation there too. And also I would say that, you know, with Uranus specifically in your ninth house, you may, you may need to create a spiritual, um, a different and new spiritual practice. Your, the doors of perception may open for you. So if you've been living life in a fairly mechanistic way, well, if you have been, you're probably not listening to this, (laughs) but, um, there's an opportunity for you to get some like upgrades, downloads spiritually. So check that out. I think that'll be really cool. Um, I know I'm looking forward to that. So Libras, um, you know, Libra for Libras, this is kind of cool because Libra, like all the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn, they've been having a really hard time with all that Saturn Pluto and it's been scary and hard. Um, and now we have some sort of like really interesting, new changes having to do with love and love affairs and intimacy. And we have Uranus, um, in your eighth house squaring, um, you know, this Jupiter Saturn conjunction, like in your fifth, and there's an opportunity for you to creatively birth something new, you know, and for you to do something interesting and exciting. 
Um, and I think that uh, if you do, that you will be highly rewarded. So allow yourself to expand your horizons um, in 2021 and break free. Um, there may be some issues with your with your shared resources. Uh, the idea here is for you to try and stay stable and sane and focus on peace and love and creativity and joy um, during that. But I think it'll be a much better year for you. For Scorpio, um, you know, again, all the fixed signs are in for their time of change. And I think that, um, that it's really important that you uh, allow yourself to sort of maybe break free because you, you've, you know, Uranus has been in Taurus for a few years now, but Uranus will be squaring, um, you know, uh, Saturn in Aquarius. So we have Uranus in your seventh house of partnerships. Partners may want and need their freedom and you need to give it to them. You need to not be so controlling. You also need to be open if you are not in a relationship to people coming into your lives that are unique and different. And you need to, again, like open yourself up to that because there are messages here for you, you know? And, um, we have an opportunity for you to turn over a new leaf uh, in your own, I guess, home and feeling of found your foundation um, with the Saturn-Jupiter conjunction, like at the very base of your life, where you come from, your family and home, also your deepest self-esteem. There's an opportunity for you to expand yourself in a in a really like, I think sustainable way. So open yourself up to, to freedom in some of the places that maybe you don't feel like you want that. Most Scorpios do not necessarily want to give freedom to their partners. Um, but it's time for Sag. There's also like a leaving behind energy with the South node moving through your sign. Um, but there's, a lot of wonderful, you know, um, energy too, because, you know, we have, uh, Aquarius in a sextile aspect to Sagittarius. It's supporting you. So there's a lot of freedom here. There's a lot of feeling of, um, you know, expansion that Sagittarius loves because Sag is like really like last year has sucked for Sag because they're just so, they're so bright, you know, and they don't want to, they don't want all this down shit. So Uranus is like, okay with Sag, you know, it's different and, and unique. Um, so we have, um, you know, with Sagittarius, we have now a energy of, we have an energy of, um, opening yourself up to communicating in new and innovative ways with the Jupiter Saturn conjunction in your third house, um, for you to share what it is that, you know, for you to create new pathways for self-expression. It's very much about self-expression for you to work differently. Um, focus on the partner as well with the partner being, you know, maybe you haven't always like depended on your partner in the past. Um, but your partner will be there for you. 
uh, and you'll be able to um, lean on them a little bit, even you know possibly like financially or whatever, so that you can do some more expansive things. Um, you'll be feeling um, like you want to break free from the standpoint of like your routine. You may break free from a job. You may change your job. You may learn to work differently and that's okay. Use technology to do that, to work from home and allow yourself uh, that, that freedom because you love freedom and freedom is what you're all about this year. Capricorn. So Capricorn, you thank God all this, it's almost over for the the tough, tough times. Not that life is always going to be tough for Capricorns because they're tough and it's what they're all about. They're the goats that start off, you know, eating tin cans and end up with cherries jubilee. That's a quote from Debbie Kempton Smith. Um, but for Capricorn, um, we're talking about, um, you know, some, again, a need for you to create something new and unique and different. So a big focus on creativity, a big focus on managing the assets and resources that you have, um, and even having your assets and resources expand. So first expansion and also then the need to take responsibility. So for those of you that are Capricorn out there, it is time for you to take responsibility for your assets in a really real way. And at the same time, allow yourself to innovate and pivot creatively. And if you do that, I think this could be a really wonderful, uh, very nice year for you. Very um, positive in comparison with last year. Um, for Aquarius, it's like a blah, 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 Jupiter, Saturn, conjunct your sun in your first house. It's a new life for you. It's time for rebirth. It's time for you to come out of the closet. If you've been holding yourself back in 2021, you are going to want to break free from all of that. So it's, it, it is finally time, um, for you to take the spotlight it may take a year, um, for you to really stand out like you are in the way that you are, but you will be um, successful and you will usher in, you know, many, many years of, um, a new, a new paradigm, a new life for yourself. And, um, I think that, uh, moving, changing, growing, innovating, all those things that you actually kind of like to do, but maybe you haven't done, like maybe you've stayed in your house for a really long time and you're ready to come out, come out, like do, um, this is your time. So I send you all of the blessings, um, for a new, the beginning, the beginning, the seeds of a new life for you. Um, very fortunate. And then with Pisces, um, you know, Pisces have also been, you know, with Neptune and Pisces for so long, they've just sort of felt like everything was just kind of falling apart. And I feel like you are going to begin to see if you have Pisces sun or, or ascendant, you're going to begin to see the new life coming for you as well. Um, you'll get a little inkling in May when Jupiter moves to Pisces and you'll begin to see how you can move forward. And a lot of it has to do with you breaking free from old patterns and ending things that you did that do not work for you consciously. So please try and do that. It will be to your benefit. If you have been saying, no, I can't do that. I can't be a painter because it's not practical. Yes, you can do it. 
You can, and I think you will, and the universe will support you. So begin to first identify and then break free from the negative conditioning that you have. And um, I can see a lot of really positive um, things happening for you, you know, if, if you do that. Um, and especially creatively, like you are a creative artist in all things. And um, your art will get the big nod from the universe and the support that it needs. So this is just kind of like, you know, a little bit with the Saturn Jupiter conjunction and Aquarius as opposed to, you know, and squaring Uranus, just some broad strokes for you for 2021. Um, it's like, you know, my little gift to you. I hopefully, I usually don't edit this. I just send it out and hopefully I, um, didn't make mistakes, but if I did forgive me, um, stream of consciousness, but I really want you to know that I appreciate you and, um, I'm working hard on my book and it is, it's a gift in a weird way for everyone. I know it sounds kind of weird because yeah, I'm going to charge money for it, but not that much. You know, let's just say that like looking at my costs, I'm not going to really make much money off of it, but it, it's like a heartfelt gift to you of literally from my heart and my mind and my soul of everything that I how I see my life through astrology and how I feel and think about certain things and any kind of like wisdom that I have gleaned from my 54 years, by the way, I just had my birthday, December 28th. Anything that I've gleaned is like my gift to you to share it. And, um, I love this amazing network that we have, the people that we, I share with, that we connect with. It's just amazing. And I know it's only going to expand, um, in the twenties the, the crazy rebel Uranus freedom from the known twenties, this decade's going to be rocking. It's going to be crazy rocking, literally, um, probably earthquake rocking, but, uh, you know, the only way, the only way to change is, and to break free is simply to do it. Sending you all the best from this full moon, cold, wintry, day, um, for a beautiful new year, um, for health and, and wealth and safety and abundance and joy and luck and love and freedom from the chains that bind you. Good night.